Welcome to the Reading Aloud Podcast, a place where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication are explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. And a baby. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay, we got to make this one a quickie. Make it a quickie. Let's do it. It was between recording a podcast and having sex. Either one would have had to have been a quickie. Quickie on both ends. Yeah. Right. Oh, on both ends. Oh, whoa. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> okay. I have a V important question for you. Do you know what an impact Bridget Jones made on the world? She's the one. She is the one. She's the one. She's the one. Who started What's one direct thing that you feel like most influenced by by her like what like what's v, one outcome v v oh v, v. important okay or see v, clearly yeah. i had no clue yeah, yeah yeah yeah. the v when she would journal like bridget jones's diary the v was the important got it i think that's the only reference for that the other thing is just like all of my girlfriends would watch it every time they were sad on repeat like end it started over end it started over i never had a movie like that Mine was Mean Girls, just like a yeah. comfort movie. Of uh-huh. course, we've talked about that a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your comfort movie? Ooh. Talladega Nights. Three no. Amigos. <laughs> Three Amigos, I guess. Although I haven't watched it, you know, in the past. Prince of Thieves? No, um, I mean, those are all. I would say Three Amigos would consistently crack me When's up. When's the last time you watched it? Mm, probably eight years ago. It's still cracking you up? Oh, yeah. It cracked you up today? For sure. Mm-hmm. And and for me, not, eight, eight years that, ago is exactly when you met me. <laughs> there are some movies that I find often Mel Brooks movies like Robin Hood Men in Tights that are easier to joke about and say the lines from rather than to actually watch. They're, they're funnier to rehearse. But with Three Amigos, it's both funny to rehearse and I find it hilarious. I mean, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase and Martin Short. I mean, do you think that I have seen the perfection? movie? Perfection. No, you don't think I have. No, I don't think so. Because I really don't know. Okay, so wait, can I tell you one really quick? I know this is a quickie. No, no, but, fine. So Neil goes to a, a five-person Spanish-speaking daycare right now. And every time we put him into like a cute outfit, bring him up, the care provider is always like, Oh, Neil, guapo, guapo, muy guapo. Muy guapo. Which reminds me of Three Amigos because the villain in Three Amigos is El Guapo. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Which is a joke in and of itself, but like I always think of Three Amigos when she says that. Oh, that's so funny. Did she say that today with his crop top? She did not. Did not. She commented on the fact that he was literally soaked from <laughs> spilling water all over himself. Oh, but no, she commented on his haircut. Yeah, his haircut looked good yeah, today. Yeah. That sunscreen really put it in place. Yeah. <laughs> it was sweet this morning, babe, that you invited me to breakfast. We got done with his doctor's appointment early and we both had a little space and you were like, You want to go to breakfast? And that was so sweet. Mm, thanks. So love. out of the ordinary and I, I appreciate that because you know, we've talked a lot about wanting more quality That's time. That's what I was about to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that intentional or did you just, were you hungry? Well, I, I think I both, but I would say it was more intentional. You know, I saw the time and I realized that we got out of the doctor's appointment almost an hour earlier than we thought. And so I was hungry. We I knew we, none of us had really eaten breakfast. And so, you know, it just seized those moments, right? Absolutely. Okay. The important question. So we just had our anniversary last month and a lot of people, when they talk about how much time they've spent with their partners, 
you know, in anniversaries, they always say through the big ups and downs, through the, through like the hard times and the good times and all that. Like they always make mention of the challenges, right? Right, right. And as did we in our vows, right? Yeah, of the expectation of the challenges. Got it. Yeah, Uh yeah, yeah. And that have been reference points for when we have had uh, difficulties like through infertility, et cetera. So why do you think people always talk about those challenges? So what comes up immediately for me is because challenges are typically periods of growth within a relationship. And so good times, as we talked about, like solidify a relationship and really cement it as like, I love this person. We're friends. We have a good time. And challenges then push the envelope and help you grow into new phases of the relationship. And so they're very important in that aspect. I'm a big believer that challenges are challenging and they're hard. They don't have to feel impossible. There's a difference there. And I, I don't I might not have the language for it. Something that's challenging doesn't have to feel hurtful or impossible. Are you trying to send me a subtle message? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying like I don't want to fall into a focus on a complete focus on the challenges as like, oh, it's so hard, you're going to struggle and kind of have that aspect to it. But at the same time, it's really important to recognize the relationship that a relationship needs with challenges in order to grow and evolve. Yeah, you posted a really good post before Neo was born that was like, everybody always tells you Like you're excited and they're like, you know, get your sleep now because you're not going to have a sleep later. Like it's going to be hard. And and, you know, there was something about that that rubbed you the wrong way of like, why do we keep focusing on this? Why don't we just say like, you're going to do great. We're going to be here for you. All those things. But then when we had Neo, we were like, oh, my gosh, all of that is so true. And it's so much harder because it's just this 24 hour rotating basis. But there was no way of actually knowing that ahead of time. And none of those warnings were helpful. And so you wrote that post. I feel like similarly, you're talking about challenges as making a comparison there. But I think the question that I have is I don't know that an anniversary post from me to you is ever going to say that. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, like, what is happening in the, the relationship that is so challenging? Or is it just that people didn't expect it to be so challenging? I'm going to give a sports analogy again. Okay. Okay. Ready for uh, Adam's sports analogy time. You mentioned that post that I made before Neo was born and how everybody focused on how it was going to be so hard and impossible at the beginning. And that was really setting back. I relate that to when a coach is giving a motivational speech to a team before the game, even when they're up against a mighty opponent. Does the coach say, guys, this is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done, or like this is going to be so... Di- what I mean, he may mention those things, but it's in a way in which motivates. He or she may mention those things, but it's in a way that motivates the team to overcome that and succeed. I mean, it's it's motivating. It's a motivational speech for a reason. Like you want to motivate... You want the starting position of going into a difficult experience to be the best possible. and And then... Related to your question, at halftime, right, midway through when you've already had, you've had some difficulties, that's at the moment when you assess, here's where we're struggling, here's where we need to grow. 
And so maybe that's the case that people like, you know, at those kind of break periods, those are moments in which, you know, you assess like here's the areas that have been difficult for us and here's the areas in which we need to focus on to grow to get better. So it's interesting because I have a mentor in my life who years ago asked me about a relationship and was like, how's it going? I said, it's I said, it's really hard, but it's really good. And she just kind of paused and, you know, she's really bold and straightforward. And she was like, "Mm, it doesn't have to be hard. In my mind, I was like, you're wrong. Like, you're wrong. Relationships are hard. And I had yet to experience a relationship that wasn't hard in lots of ways. Things that I had going on in my head, insecurities, you know, problems that were mine and mine alone, struggles in the relationship, differences of opinions and lifestyles and stuff like that. So I had yet to have that experience. And I basically was like, "Mm, no, like, I don't know what you mean. And then I met you. And I totally understood what she meant, which was that that wasn't the way I described the relationship. I mean, we have had really hard times. And that's just not how I would describe this relationship. It's easy to be in the hard times. Yeah, I mean, it's the difficult, hard, challenging times are, again, I just bring it back to those are growth periods and those are... So I hear you, but I want to get to the bottom of this. Are more people in relationship that is hard but good than that is like, what? It, what's the statistic out there? Are people in great relationships? I would actually argue. If Who's we're de- arguing? Well, hold on. Me, I'm arguing. With I'm, who? I'm, it's more of a, it's a debating term. I would argue that, you know. Like, Nobody's arguing. Okay, no one's arguing here. If we're defining relationships as all relationships, dating, or are we just saying relationships are committed partnerships or marriages? Yeah, romantic relationships. Roman- so dating as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In- intimate. I would say that most are probably more hard than good. Right. That's why once you, you don't marry a, them. Once you pass a honeymoon period. Right. Because most people oh, have... I thought you were going to say once you pass 100 days and I was like, oh, ooh, that's Maybe cool. 100 days is a great... I mean, anytime you first meet somebody that you're going to eventually date, I think everybody can agree or has had experiences or a lot of people have had experiences where that first like couple months or whatever are, you know, magical, no matter if you end up with that person or not. Thank you, Neo. Hi, everyone. Did you know that the Reading Aloud podcast has a Patreon account? That's right. When you support this podcast through Patreon, you become a part of our Reading Aloud family, and we love our family members. At its core, this podcast is about providing insight and conversations that will support and inspire our listeners to deepen their relationships and build community through conversation. Every week, we receive meaningful feedback on how the Reading Aloud podcast has supported someone through a challenging time, and now we need your support to keep that going. Your Patreon commitment not only provides you with curated, fun, and interactive bonus content, it helps us cover the many costs of producing a podcast. Check out our Patreon link in the show notes and see which level you can commit to. And know that we thank you so much for both your listening support as well as your financial support. Now let's get back to today's conversation. So Um, did you ever have a dating relationship that wasn't hard? Did I ever have a dating relationship that wasn't hard? I think you did in high school, right? 
Was that hard? It was so surface level, maybe it wasn't that hard. But there were hard moments, you know. We got in arguments and there were... We get into arguments. Well, sure. What makes it hard is the fact that you're trying to make something work and then that person isn't ultimately your person. And so... Yeah, so are we trying to get to the... Is the question, what makes relationships hard? Well, when people say that as like, that's their announcement for their anniversary. We've been through such hard times that makes me wonder because we have been through hard times. Infertility was really hard. There have been other things that have come up that have been challenging, but I wouldn't ever say that our relationship is hard. Got it. Or that loving people is loving you is hard. Is hard. Yeah. Maybe that's not what they're saying then. Yeah, is but it, some people it, have verbatim said that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like even when it's hard to love, you know, or whatever. Right. I don't know. No, I, I, I hear that. I mean, I... And not because I wouldn't say it publicly, like I don't want it to be seen that way, is that I would never, I just don't feel that way. Do you feel like there's a sense that like going through hard times, there's a somewhat of a rite of passage with relationships I mean, that? I'm wondering, or are people talking like it makes me wonder? I guess I get nosy and I'm I like... I think a lot of people are in relationships that they probably shouldn't be in. Oh, okay. There you said it. Yeah. What do you At mean shouldn't be in? Not that being in relationships... Name those people by name. <laughs> Neo and Pleat. Should... <laughs> they should definitely be in yeah, brotherly relationships. Yeah, exactly. No, I think that it's not that being in relationship is bad, but I think that a lot of people probably... I would argue almost a majority Who's are arguing? in... <laughs> I would say a majority of people are in bad relationships. And so th- to me, I would say to that probably because they haven't done their own work. Yes. but And then they're picking from a wounded place. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So the hard in the relationship is often coming from, even if it's difficulty and you see difficult in the other person, it's coming from a lot of work oh, that you need to do. 100%. Rather than the other person. 100%. And I think for, for my experience was trying to make things fit that didn't necessarily fit. So it just, I get nosy about posts like that. And I wonder, I think I the nosiness is what have they been through and is it similar to what you and I have been through and that's just how they're choosing to describe their relationship as the highs and lows the ups and downs the big you know the challenges and successes or is it something more like infidelity uh miscarriage or loss like tragedy you know I think about like death and the family and stuff like that is it like if both of our parents are sets of parents are living We've had a lot of friends die in our lives, but not recently and nobody close to us recently. And I hate to even say all that because I'm a little superstitious, but like that kind of tragedy. But we have, I mean, four years of infertility was so difficult. And so I just wonder, like, is that, is it the same for everybody? Just like the life up and downs or are some people saying like we've had it like really hard? I think that relationships in general provide us a lot more than love. And so therefore, all you need is love. But like often, it's not all that you're receiving. You're receiving partnership, you're receiving community, you're receiving financial stability, you're receiving all these different things from a relationship. And so I think when they're saying that they're speaking to the fact that all of those other benefits that they're getting are hard to navigate. And that's easy to focus on that when 
those are the primary reasons that you're in the relationship. You have maybe like a familial type of love for that person, but then there's this like other kind of like partnership soulmate kind of love that is may or may not required, but for a relationship to last because there's all these other things. And so I think when you focus on the the external things outside of love, it's easier to place a like hard or easy analysis on them because there's clear paths for improvement or failure. Are you going to write a post at some point about the challenges? In our relationship? Mm-hmm. Are you requesting that I do? I probably wouldn't. Yeah, but no, I mean, I'm asking you if you would. Yeah, I can I can write a post about what? that. No, I'm asking, is that something you would no. naturally do? No. I love I love it y'all there are so many times when I ask a question you interpret it you're like let me think I see what she's really getting at and it's like no I'm just asking straightforward I make things really difficult I mean sometimes it's just like I genuinely think we speak two different languages and you tell me I'm confusing and I I hear that and then I try to clarify and you still don't get it. Yeah. And it's not because you're stupid or don't like can't keep up. It's a, it just it's just it's just like we're just talking two languages. Yeah. It's so confusing to uh-huh. me. Okay. All so, right. So, so why not? Why again. not? No, no, no. You answered. You answered that you wouldn't naturally no. do that. Why not? I think for me personally, that's not necessarily the energy that I want to put out into the world. Now, having said that, I realize that there are times in which talking about difficulties and being vulnerable in that way is super helpful and needed in the world. We do it all the time on the podcast. We do it all the time on the podcast. And I so, guess it's just not the overarching theme of how I would describe the relationship. It's just, I, I guess I don't see social media as the platform for that. Oh, that's but what that's it comes different. down to. Yeah, that's different because a lot of people li- live in a more public way on social media. I hear you though. I mean, I will admit like- Is, one of, is a podcast not social media? No, podcast is a different type of social media. Is, yeah, podcast is uh, media, uh, media, but audio. And I, I get it, and I have empathy for people that do this because they maybe it's their only outlet. But you know, that posts like, "I'm really struggling." Dot dot dot. Yeah, and, and it's well, like like these just, kind of calls we don't have for help, time. and so yeah, we it's don't hard have, for me because yeah. it's like, ah, man. I don't know. I, I'm maybe I judgy there, but that's... I think this whole podcast is a little judgy, honestly. And I'm curious, and I knew it would be going into it because it's it's you know we're asking why we wouldn't do that. Why do people do that? Just in defense of the I'm struggling. Sometimes that's all you can do, and you're right. Sometimes the social media is the only outlet, and it's hard to receive that vague because you're like it's a little scary. You wanna you're like oh my god, how serious is the struggle? Sometimes it's like you know is that why why can't you directly ask for help, which is very hard for people. Um, There's a lot of reasons why that can be difficult and kind of set an alarm off in people without having any context. And it's like, it's a little bit of an adrenaline hit, like, and you're like, shit, okay, what now what, you know, like, can I call it, you know, but I've also seen those create really beautiful threads of I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I just tried to call you. um, You know, how can I support you? And then the person actually reflecting, like I feel really loved and supported. So it's worked for some people, but yeah. And it's okay that it's bothers you. Yeah. It's just, um, it's okay. And, and different people, people use social media for different things. And I can appreciate that. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to be honest about my opinions on this podcast and straightforward around it. That's what, 
that's that's what we're doing. Why are we doing a podcast to try to please other people? We aren't. We're we doing aren't. a podcast to try to exactly exactly was that you speaking another language or yeah you're speaking the other language so all right we gotta go okay in some what what was your biggest takeaways from this conversation a lot of judgment (laughs) (laughs) no just um just i just wanted to hear your perspective on like if you see our relationship as a culmination of big ups and downs to the point where that's what you would say at our like 20 year anniversary or something like that like through the hard times and the good time or like whatever, because it just doesn't seem like I would name it that way. So that was my takeaway. I was just curious about that. I was yeah. curious what you thought. It, I just wanted to name that. It always makes me wonder like, what are the bigs ups and downs and are they similar to ours? And it's just that, you know, or is there a resilience or not, re- you know, are people and definitely hearing about you say a lot of people are not in the right relationship or yeah. a relationship that's good for them. I mean, here's what I'll say in the end. Life can be really difficult yeah. in general. Yeah. And, being being with somebody doesn't make life not difficult. Ooh, buddy. Life is still difficult. So whether you're single or whether you're partnered, life is going to be difficult. And if you find somebody who you love and you truly love, the difficulty will still be there, but you're navigating the difficulty with them and that makes all the difference. So in the end, it doesn't like your mentor said, it doesn't have to be hard. It's still going to be difficult, but it doesn't have to be hard. And that's kind of what I would say. Interesting. So we've left people feeling really self-conscious and not with many answers about how to not make it hard. Yeah. It's it's like, is it picking a different person or the right person for you? Or is it just your perspective? So we'll have to follow up with that. All right. Gotta Love go. you. Love you. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.